Hello and welcome to another teaching by 119 Ministries. Our ministry teaches that the whole Bible is true and applicable for our lives today. If you would like to know more about what we believe and teach, please visit us at testeverything.net. We hope that you enjoy studying and testing the following teaching. What version of the Bible is best? What version do you use? We often receive such questions. In our teachings, we have used the King James Version, the New King James Version, the NASB, NIV, and the ESV. It is possible we may have used other versions as well. But if we did, it certainly would have been rare, if it even occurred at all. The NASB and the ESV are the most common versions that we use. There is a lot that can be said here, but we will make every attempt to keep this rather basic. Though it is debated as a general rule, it is best understood that the best versions or translations use the oldest manuscripts, as the oldest manuscripts are often interpreted as being the most accurate. When it comes to the Greek New Testament texts, there are many differences between manuscripts and codices that are supposed to be referencing the same text. Translators have done a fairly good job of sorting those things out. The King James Version uses manuscripts that are not as old, and that does present problems from time to time. Versions such as the NASB, the NIV, ESV, and a few others use manuscripts that are understood to be more reliable. That is simply a general rule. Different manuscripts have changed, added, or even deleted text. Sometimes translators go with the most common text or the most sensible. Other times, they include text, but note that certain manuscripts might provide alternate readings. The NASB does a fairly good job of offering such information in the footnotes. The NASB also makes every attempt to translate as a word-for-word -word from the original language. This offers a fairly accurate translation, but it can be rather difficult to read and understood from a practical standpoint. Sometimes the English rendering is simply quite awkward or difficult to understand and that presents a challenge from time to time. At that point, one might be tempted to visit a different translation that is easier to read. The NIV is a rather popular translation. The reason for this is because the English is written in such a way that it is much more understandable. It is often said that it is written thought for thought versus word for word. As you can imagine, this appeals to many people. However, we are then placing more trust in thoughts and interpretations of the translator than the word-for-word -word versions. Generally, we try to avoid this translation. The ESV attempts to offer a word-for-word -word translation and still offers a better readability. It actually does this fairly well and has become one of our more favored translations. So basically, our rule of thumb is to use the ESV. If it appears that translator bias has made the text difficult to understand or created contradictions, then it leads us to consult an interlinear to examine the original language of the manuscripts being used. That is a fair practice. On rare occasions, other manuscripts might provide insight, such as excluded text or minor differences in words. Most footnotes in the ESV or NASB already highlight such manuscript differences. For the New Testament or the Brit Hadashah, the Aramaic Peshitta is also worthy of consultation, 
regardless if one subscribes to Hebrew, Aramaic primacy of select New Testament books or not. The CJB, or Complete Jewish Bible, is another Bible favored by many in Hebrew roots. It can slant more toward thought-for-thought translation. In some instances, it relies more on Jewish tradition than the text itself. However, it is often a better alternative than many typical mainstream Christian translations. In many of our teachings, we often pull in many different translations or go straight into the original Hebrew or Greek word from an interlinear to gain insight. The point is this. There is absolutely no perfect Bible translation, but there are certainly translations that one should always avoid, such as the Message Bible, for example. There are several interlinears to consider as well. Strong's is one of the most popular ones, but it has its strengths and weaknesses. Thayer's interlinear is also one that is recommended. Thayer's often seems to have less bias when defining a Greek or Hebrew word. From time to time, you will find that one interlinear over another really does a better job at bringing clarity to an issue. However, just like the fact that there is no perfect Bible translation, there is no perfect interlinear either. There are many Bible translations to choose from. Take a look at this chart, for example. Generally, within your comfort level, going as far left on this chart as possible is considered best practice unless the readability of the English text is too difficult for you. If it is too difficult, find a version that suits you for daily reading and study. We recommend trying not to go any further right than the NIV. Then, once you have found your version for daily reading, there may be many times in which you realize that the translator intentionally or unintentionally inserted some bias in the English reading. You might have a feeling that something is just off or not right, or perhaps you notice a difference between two or more versions. In such cases, begin proceeding to the versions on the left until some clarity is gained. This will happen, and everyone should have access to an interlinear to support daily study. There are fantastic free tools online, such as Blue Letter Bible. If you have a PC or Mac, we recommend eSword. It's a free program that does not require internet to use daily. If you do not mind spending some money, this software called Accordance is an excellent resource in nearly every possible way. We hope that this was all of some value to you. This by no means is intended to serve as an all-inclusive commentary of the value or non-value of different translations but we hope that it serves as a general foundation. As you continue to move forward in testing everything, you will naturally begin to see the value in different translations and interlinears. Really, the most important factor is the ability to see problems in various translations and then have the desire and motivation to seek out solutions when those textual tensions occur. We hope that you enjoyed this teaching. And remember, continue to test everything. Shalom. It is because of you, our generous supporters, who make it possible to offer these high-quality teachings completely free of charge. If you feel led to support 119 Ministries so that we can continue this effort, please visit testeverything.net and click on the Support 119 tab. Learn how you can partner with us to take the whole Word of God to the nations.